Welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. This is a podcast where a group of vegan parents come together and chat about our experiences, share any resources, recommendations and support to other vegan parents. We are not qualified to give medical advice and health and nutrition advice, although we may have some special guests on sometimes to do this. We are parents offering ideas to other parents from our own experience and knowledge and can hopefully point you in the right direction to companies and websites that can give you that advice. Welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents podcast. My name's Christy. I've been vegan for six years. I have a seven-year-old and a one-year-old. Hi, my name is Lisa, and I've been vegan for about uh, eight and a half years, nine years, and I've got a six-year-old and a three-year-old. Hi, I'm Dana. I've been vegan for about six years, and I've got an, a 10-year-old and an eight-year-old. <laughs> super thank you so today we're going to talk about going to children's parties or just parties in general it doesn't have to be a children's party but with your children and gatherings where the host is not vegan and so there's likely to be non-vegan food around um and maybe not vegan food. and how do you manage that with your children so have any of you guys been to many parties like this Dana, do you want to start? Yeah, so um, I think we've had quite a quite a mix because obviously when the kids start school, they sort of go to everyone's party in the first couple of years, don't they? And then as they kind of get a bit older, they obviously start selecting friendship groups. So I think it's definitely changed throughout our journey. Um, and obviously when I, I we kind of went vegan when my kid when my daughter was in reception. So that was kind of all quite new to us at the beginning as well. So trying to sort of adjust it early on has certainly found more challenges. Um, although saying that, we've actually got a party coming up. We're doing like a Christmas party and the host is actually vegetarian. And she's now said, can all the food be vegetarian, which I thought was quite good. But they're doing a thing where it's sort of like bring one plate. And I always sort of think those things are a bit unfair because you end up potentially like bringing a plate and then not eating anything but so far I've looking at the list of what people are bringing it seems to be that it's going to be okay um so yeah it's it's, it's we've had various different challenges there's times when I've forgotten to tell the hosts we've turned up and there's been like no food for the kids and they've just sort of stood there there's been times when I've been challenged by parents for like saying things like they've said to me oh you I saw you like not letting your kids have certain food and snatching out of their hands which wasn't actually the case because my kids have always been fully into being vegan and they've actually sort of come up to me and shown something and said oh is this vegan when they were a lot younger and I was like no and then they went and put it back but the parents sort of saw that as me like apparently snatching food out of my hands Mm -hmm. um and yeah so we've had like we've had various different challenges like that but I think obviously what I kind of learned from it all was the best thing is make sure that the hosts are aware offer to bring food if you can um or or kind of see what the host is going to be like sometimes they'll be like yeah yeah we can cope with that or that sometimes I've had people say well let me know what substitutes I can bring or and and when the parents seems like they haven't had a clue I've just bought a packed lunch (laughs) for the kids how do you bring the subject up with the host because I always find that like I don't know how to say but I guess it depends on how well you know them like obviously some people know we're vegan anyway and they're gonna um just preempt that but like particularly school parties where you don't really know the parent very well like 
I just don't know how to say it in a nice way without going, oh, we're vegan. Are you going to provide us some food or do I need to bring it? Um, do you have a kind of a phrase you use or like a, an angle that you communicate with? Yes, I think we... I think this has got easier as well. I think the more vegan I've got, I mean, generally people tend to know I'm vegan now because I'm not exactly a quiet vegan. But um, <laughs> uh, and I, but I think early on, like, there definitely were. I, I know what you mean. Like you don't really want to sort of sound rude, like you're expecting them to cater for you. Mm, yeah. Um, but then you also want to make sure that the the child. So I think I I kind of phrased it along the lines of, oh, just to let you know, um, my daughter's vegan. Uh, let me know um, if you want me to bring any substitutes I kind of I think I kind of start on that angle and then that helps that's kind of like not and then if they end up saying oh no no we can we can cater then that's what they say or you know but I kind of always start on the fact that oh, I'm not expecting them to provide vegan mm. food for my kids yeah sounds good um we went to a party recently and they, she said in the message um there'll be a buffet lunch and then in brackets including vegan uh, and so she made that clear to us that there was something provided for us but I think that was um easier as well that she just ordered platters from Morrison's so they provide the vegan platter so she just requested made sure one of them was vegan um so like the outside catering makes it a little bit easier doesn't it because they don't have to think about what's needed for it um, Lisa, have you come across any situations like this? Uh, yes, for me, it's um, two different kind of situations because I'm French. So it's very different when I go to France and when I'm in the UK. So in the UK, um, I live in an area, I think with uh, like the school, um, a lot of kids, my uh, the, the friends of my uh, son and daughter, a lot of them are vegetarian. So I'm quite lucky that the circle of people we are in either vegetarian, some vegan. So in general, uh, when it's uh, birthday parties, uh, they, we don't even, at the beginning, I say, oh yes, we are vegan, but like it's often like it's vegetarian and vegan. So I feel quite lucky here uh, with the circle of people. Um, we know the parents at school, uh, there is uh, a lot of uh, vegetarians and some vegans. So in that respect, I feel quite lucky. There has been a few situations where we bring our own uh, bake or vegan chocolate cake because uh, the parents are like they uh, say, "Oh, I don't know anything about veganism. I don't like a bit scared." Say, okay, I'll just bring something that's okay. So, but it's not been the majority of the cases. So here in the UK, I feel uh, quite lucky. But when I go to France and visit my family. I sometimes feel like I have to almost throw veganism out of the window. Uh, well, not, uh, I don't throw the vegan ethics and values, but uh, an example is um, when I went in September to visit my dad and my brothers, it was my, my dad's birthday and my, my brothers, oh, should I buy a cake for dad? I say, well, yes, well, but there is no, um, they don't sell vegan cakes, so I'll just buy a, a normal cake. Will your kids eat it? I say, well, uh, my kids are not vegan. Uh, sorry. <laughs> my kids are vegan. Of course, we don't want to eat a non-vegan cake, but if there is an appetizing cake on the table, like the French patisserie cakes are very beautiful, 
and they look delicious. So if they, there is that, well, they, of course they will want to eat it. But, and um, I often have these conflicts when I go to France of like, there is the delicious uh, non-vegan food. Uh, and I'm like, will I bake a vegan cake? Uh, like, uh, I didn't have time that day, so I just let my kids have the non-vegan cake. And I felt conflicted inside. Mm. I thought, oh, that's not ideal. But at the same time, it was a trip. I, I traveled only for four days. I didn't have time to bake, or it was. A, I didn't have time to like make alternatives. I, I'm not in my own home where I have all my products and all my stuff. It's not my kitchen. I just said, well, for this time, uh, I just tell my kids, the cake is not vegan. Um, would you like to have it? It's not an ideal situation, but what I do in these situations, I try to keep my kids aware. Uh, like, I'm not going to lie to them and say, oh, uh, this is a vegan cake, you can have it. I'm just going to say the truth, this is not vegan. Uh, I'm not eating it, but you are free to make your own choice. And sometimes in some situations, my kids say, no, I don't want it uh, because mm. it's not vegan. But that day uh, they say, okay, I'll have some. And then there is that fear inside. Oh, now they, they ate a non-vegan cake. Mm. Will they eat more non-vegan things? Will get, they will get used to it. Uh, will it become the norm of every time there is something not vegan? Will they say, okay, last time I had something not vegan. Now I can have it. So I feel it's a bit of a slippery slope to start low, allowing yeah. non-vegan stuff. It's, yes. it's, it's a hard situation to be in, isn't it? It's, it? It feels challenging when we're putting this restriction on our child in a way and um, giving them the choice is great because then you, you kind of want them to be behind veganism. But it is a slippery slope when you say, this isn't vegan, but you can have it this time because then it's like, well, where's the vegan boundary like is veganism um flexible that sometimes i'm vegan sometimes i'm not instead of it being a hard line of going no we're choosing not to do this and so it's like we kind of made a similar slip up once um at wagamama's when we found out the orange juice was not vegan and um normally we have orange juice anywhere else so we'd ordered it and i had discovered it but only at the time and my child was used to always having orange juice and so it's like kind of like I still let her have it and said you know we know this now isn't vegan we didn't know this before you can still have it this time but next time we're going to have to try and find a different drink that you want to have here so like in the future we're not going to continue to have it but like I did allow her and then it's like the next time we went she was like well I could have it last time so it it's okay a little bit and it was like it was kind of hard to like bring that back and explain like it was only because I didn't want to have to deal with the meltdown of you not having a drink that you knew that you liked. And it's like new information to me that theirs wasn't vegan. So um, it it makes it like, well, is veganism flexible? And it's like trying to explain to them that it's not. But then maybe, you know, there's things that we don't know about. Um, and then it's also, I know, Dani, you... Um, do really well at this is like getting your children on board with the veganism so it's like you're not really the one telling the child they can or can't have something but they're so strongly behind the message and the ethics of it 
that they're not wanting it so you you haven't got that pressure on you that you're trying to convince them not to have this delicious sweets or this really yummy cake because we manage it as an adult you know that cake's gonna look amazing to us isn't it um but because we're so strong on on what we've chosen to do we're happy to say no to that because of the message it brings and also for me the health implications of dairy I'm just like don't touch dairy but um the so we need to get that behind our children don't we so that we don't have to feel guilty that they're not having things that other children are having because they they feel strong for the message Um, yeah I think think with my kids like I've always they've always like I've never had any problems with them with that I mean in some respects sometimes they're more strict than I am it's like I know like with Mac, when McDonald's got out a vegan burger, I was like chatting with my daughter about, you know, would you like, because we don't really go to McDonald's as a family. I was like, would you like to try it? She's like, no, mummy. Like, <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> and they've always been like that. And I, I wonder, I've always wondered kind of why. I mean, firstly, they, they were, they weren't, they weren't vegan from birth. So it wasn't like something that they were, they made the choice themselves. And um, when I went vegan, I, I kind of, we cooked vegan at home. And then for a period, I let them choose whether they were vegan or not, because my husband wasn't vegan at the time either. So we were all vegetarian. Um, and then they they kind of came to it themselves. I remember we were at a, we were actually at a, a Christmas event and my daughter someone offered my daughter a box of celebrations and she was only four and she said, Are they vegan? And they said no. And he said, Oh, no thanks. And ever since then, whenever there's been a situation like that, even when it is yummy things, and I have chatted to her about like how do you feel when you see this? And she's I think I've tried really hard to find alternatives as well. But also I think just myself being in myself and being like really positive about veganism I've always used it as something that's isn't this great that what we're doing like you know we're almost like it's a campaign for social justice and I think they they're kind of I mean obviously now they're a bit more older they're sort of on board with that too so they kind of see it as they they want the whole world to be vegan just as much as I do um and they're very you know against you know they know the horrors I mean not not maybe not all the complete graphic details but they know a lot of it now and I think that I think that really helps so bringing that kind of positivity about it and and also just making sure that you you are aware of what's going to be there so if you know that they're going to have that delicious gatto or an ice cream then you've got something up your sleeve to go well actually look we've got mm. this it's better or, <laughs> or, or we or I, or I sometimes I say well we can have that we just we just have to make it vegan you know we just um, so we're mm. not going to eat that one we can have but we can have it and we, we had to make it. a, a substitute like a, a replica of it at home another time yeah sorry carry on donna <laughs> oh, well, that, that's pretty much that was pretty much all i was going to say i think so yeah um just just having that positivity being able to offer trenches i know my kids like every now and again i'll sit, like we went to a swimming class and they had these chocolate the, the woman had these chocolates she was going to give it's like an end of term thing and I was looking at them thinking oh yeah <laughs> I know what's going to happen here um but my kids were just like yeah they just weren't phased <laughs> like they just they just didn't want it and I think it's it's being able to get that into their their heads like like I remember like when when I was accused of snatching food out of my kids hands like it was just completely so far from the truth and uh, I always sort of thought well if you actually knew my kids and spoke to my kids you'd, you'd 100% know that I'm not I mean, I'm not, I mean, to be honest, I, I wouldn't necessarily, if they suddenly kept turned around to me and said, I don't want to be vegan, I don't know, I don't know how I'd react, but I don't, I don't, I think I'd probably mm. let them have that choice now. I mean, they're, they're probably old enough, but I, I just can't imagine that ever happening. 
Yeah, I think I think that that's another topic, Lisa, you mentioned, didn't it? That it's going to be a great podcast to talk about because my daughter's mentioned it as well. And I think it's it's um, for her, it was the, the choice of, of foods around. But I think for going back to the um, what, what we were saying before, I actually think like because you transitioned when your children were older and you kind of went through that talking with them my daughter was one and a half when we transitioned and so it was just kind of like became the way of life and so then it's like it just becomes what we do and what we are and that we haven't really had in-depth conversation about like it comes up little bits and I say and I talk about it but like why we're vegan and what happens because it's just been part of life and so I think like transitioning later on sometimes um and giving your child in a way that the choice to transition then they've got the information a lot more than if they've just been born vegan and or pretty much and that it's just become part of life and we haven't gone through that talking i've i've got books and stuff about it but like the thinking behind why we're choosing this and um things and i know like when my daughter said she she doesn't like being vegan it's because of the choice of things and she said, I don't want to eat animals and stuff. And so it's like, so she she wants to be vegan, but she wants, she doesn't want to miss out. And um, and I think that's sometimes the the challenge we have if they're not fully engaged in the vegan message, that actually it's a better thing to miss out. We're doing a better thing and the world is rubbish, not, you know, and it's because the world's not set up to be animal free um, to... Yeah, make it I think I've, I've always tried really hard to provide those alternatives like at parties events like I always try and find out in advance what's going to be there so because mm. I hate I hate the idea of my kids missing out and yeah. there's no there's no especially now there's absolutely no like there's literally no product that you can't veganize really mm. um yeah. so I yeah I always like I always try my hardest and if I if I end up getting caught out then we come home and we have something similar or actually I mean my kids are less worried about it now but certainly when they were younger you know and I, I remember getting quite angry when they had like an event and they were giving out like easter eggs or something and my daughter was given grapes I remember being quite angry about that but actually to be honest she didn't really seem that phased by it back then to be fair but that's mm. I think because I've always tried hard in other occasions to really provide those alternatives and I think that's what you know specifically talking about parties that's that's yeah. one of the key things because then you don't get into that situation where you've got that cake that really delicious looking cake and they're a bit like oh, I want that I mean even as adults we can see something delicious and think oh I'd like to eat that <laughs> yeah. even if it's not vegan you know so like you can imagine a, a child's going to be no different and more so even it's like going to a cake shop and saying oh look at all this lovely cake so you can't have anything so it's just but having but having something go oh, we can't have any of that but we can have this this is good you know yeah. <laughs> um yeah. sorry uh, I interrupted but um I want to jump on when you say we can have it, we, we can't have that. It's something, language, I try to be mm. careful because a lot of people around my kids or other children, oh, you are not allowed to eat this. Oh, this, mm. you can't have that. And I don't like this language because it's yeah. a language where it feels like you are not allowed. And I always try to correct when I hear kids saying that to my kids or even adults telling me, oh no, you can't have this, you are not allowed. I always say, I am allowed. I can have it if I want to, but it's I don't want to, it's my choice yeah. not to have it. And I try to tell my kids, and that's where I'm 
navigating, and maybe we can brainstorm about it, but I want my kids to be from that same place, like to really say, if I want to, I can have it, but I don't want to have it because my choice, it's my choice not, not to have it. And ultimately, I want my kids to be vegans by choice. Yeah. But sometimes I feel for in order to let them be truly vegan by choice, maybe I need to allow them uh, to make their own choices that one day, if there is like, uh, like two days ago at the playground, uh, the kids had uh, cheese uh, crisps, cheese Cheetos. And my son said, I want them, I want, uh, can I try it? I said, and I was like, what do I do? On one hand, I want my kid to make his own choice and I want it to be the vegan choice. Uh, but how do I react if it says I want the, the non-vegan thing? So it's kind of a double uh, sword mm. thing where like, if I really want my kid to be vegan by choice, then how do I re react yeah. if they, they go through some phase of exploration of the non-vegan thing? Because uh, I wasn't vegan from birth. I was a meat eater and I became vegan uh, in my uh, late twenties. But I had all this time in my life to see what it is to not be vegan. And then when I became vegan, it was really, uh, like by choice, so I always try to think my kids are vegan from birth. They haven't experienced being not vegan. So is it part of raising a vegan kid to let them explore at some point? I don't know when they are six or when, when they are 10 or when they are 15, but I think there will be a, a phase, a moment when they might probably uh, explore uh, non-vegan stuff in order to either decide I don't want to be vegan or actually I want to stay vegan. I want it to be for them a, a choice, not something that I um, like. Yeah, uh, I, guess you, I guess you could explore it though without having to eat the product like through videos of like, well, you know, if you want these cheese Cheetos, this is the ingredients that goes into it. This is what happens to the cows for them to be able to take the milk and have the Cheetos. Um, you know, oh, oh no. Oops. Sorry. I just pressed, instead of pressing okay, it said the time's running up and it said upgrade and I clicked it. I was like, no, I don't want to upgrade. I just want to get rid of this box from my window. Yeah, so... I'm going to go to an extreme here if your child wanted to um, you know there's drugs in the world or smoking in the world you're not going to want them to just go out and see what it's like to do those things and so it's kind of like trying to give them the information without having to try the products I think and I, I, it's such a, a grey area because you know when you're in that situation you don't know what you're going to do when it actually comes up and there is so much uh, animal products in the world at the moment anyway so it's not as if it's like you are going to do something really strange there's so many people there's so many products there um but there are ways that you could try and go okay you you feel like eating that burger let's have a look and see what's inside that burger do you still want to eat that burger or let's see how that burger's made before you go and eat it um let's see what effect it has on your body before you, you know, and then hopefully without trying the food, they're behind veganism. Um, 
yeah yeah my kids are like uh, are fully behind be veganism actually the thing that sometimes are interesting is like sweets or like yeah. uh, things in packet but if they see meat even vegan meat because they like uh, mock meats they are not interested they find them horrible uh, because they they don't have that thing of like oh i need the reminder of uh, meat because they've never had it so even the smell of it they say mm. oh smells uh, i don't yeah. like the smell so uh in that respect uh, i think on one hand uh, being raised from birth as vegans on one hand it makes it easier that even like sometimes i've tried uh, things by mistake sometimes like uh, oh these crisps i bought something like uh, ritz one day the ritz the, i i always thought they are salted vegan but one day i bought the cheese one by mistake mm. and yeah. we tried and my kids said, oh and they spit it out yeah. and and it was oh it's cheese ritz so so uh, like uh, they don't like the taste of uh, of cheese so on one hand it's easier um like they just find it disgusting by taste but yeah. on the other hand they when there are all these like sweets uh like in sparkly packets like uh, taste of sweet it doesn't taste of gelatin but uh, i like the fact that you said that uh, informing our kids like last time uh, we went to the co-op and with our neighbor she's eight and and the kids were allowed to buy sweets and well she's not vegan so she bought sweets with gelatin and my son was, mommy, can I try her sweet? Can I have it? Uh, and I said, instead of saying, and, and the girl was saying, it's not vegan, you are not allowed. And I said, well, uh, let's explain uh, what it is exactly. And I explained, well, it's got gelatin in it. Do you know what gelatin is? And they said, no, I don't know. I said, well, gelatin is, uh, um, there is bones, there is uh, uh, body parts, uh, collagen, uh, like of the pig and they put it in a big pan and they make it very very hot and it becomes into uh that this is gelatin sorry i can't really explain with my english but i explained the process of how gelatin is made from pig body parts and then i said to my son do you still want it he said but no i don't want it and the girl was like oh like i eat it on one hand it feels good to eat it but on the other hand it feels bad and then when she, when we she came home i said she said to her mom i don't want to eat uh, uh, like uh, sweets with a pig in it anymore and then i felt a bit like oh i hope the mom <laughs> won't say like i'm indoctrinating her child but so it's a, a good example of like yeah. just by informing like saying yeah. what's in it uh, so they made their own uh, mind yeah. about it but yeah, uh, definitely. Then I thought, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big takeaway message for today is like informing our children. So before going to a party, you know, so maybe even saying like, there's going to be things that are not vegan here. There's going to be, you know, um, but, you know, and explaining, I'll help you look around. There's a lot of accidentally vegan things there. They'll probably have some Oreos and some party rings, uh, crisps, hopefully some fruit and some <laughs> salad bits. Um, but yeah, like I'll share, you know, what's not vegan and why it's not vegan. And then, you know, if there's something that you feel you're missing out on when we get home, we can have a replacement for it. And I think, yeah, giving children the information always helps. Yes, absolutely. 
Okay, so we've only got a few minutes left before the time's going to run out. So is there anything else that you want to share with other parents uh, about going to parties and gatherings that might be able to help them? I just like to share something. Uh, uh, well, in general, uh, if we are prepared as parents, uh, we ask, uh, do you want uh, us to bring a cake? And uh, they say, yes, why not? Or no, don't worry, we will provide everything. So when there is advance notice, I think we can manage. But in some situations that are unplanned or in a trip away, I just want to remind uh, the definition of veganism that mm -hmm we are vegans were practically possible. Yeah. Um, so there are some cases, uh, well, I always remind myself when I travel and I sometimes it's a bit difficult. So I try to reassure myself, there are some cases where there are going to be slip ups or when our kids will have the non-vegan thing, but let's remind ourselves, veganism is more about ethics and value. It's not just a diet. So let's remind ourselves of the big picture. And if sometimes there is a slip up, or as you say about the orange juice, you didn't want a, a tantrum that day, mm. there is always a way to correct it or to talk about our kid afterwards, as you had mm. a very good conversation with your daughter about the orange juice. So let's not beat ourselves up if there yeah. is a slip up, like uh, life is how it is, it's not gray and white, black and white. So let's be gentle with ourselves. Yeah, that's such a great message and such a great end, that, you know, to be gentle with ourselves. It's where's possible. Sometimes there's going to be mistakes. Sometimes there's going to be no choice but to have a non-vegan option because the world's not set up for it. And it doesn't make you less vegan if you're doing those things. Um, yeah, that's great. So I, th I think we'll end it there. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for coming on. And uh, I hope to have a conversation with you again soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you have found it helpful in some way. Come join us over on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts, where we can continue this conversation and where I will share any links to any of the websites that have been mentioned in the recordings. If you have any topic ideas for future recordings or you want to join us in any of the recordings, then please do message me. You can message me on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts. You can find me on Instagram at Raising Myself or you can find the podcast on Instagram at Convo underscore with underscore vegan underscore parents or you can email me at Conversations with Vegan Parents at gmail.com.